Sexual discipline. Are sexually disciplined men attractive? Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about sexual discipline. We're going to give a definition of sexual discipline. We're going to compare it to promiscuity. Are sexually disciplined men attractive to women? Can sexually disciplined men improve their relationships or marriage? Do sexually disciplined men ultimately get what they want? And lastly, is sexual discipline the foundation to self-confidence? So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve deep into this issue. And welcome back to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast. And as I did say in the intro, we're talking about sexual discipline are sexually disciplined men attractive? And first, before I get into it, I just want to quickly go over a quick definition that I found pertaining to sexual discipline and what that exactly means. Because some people don't know what it means. They've heard of the term before, but they just don't know what it means. And it just simply means not engaging in sexual activities even when the opportunity is there. So you're just not jumping into with somebody just because you want to be with that person just on a physical standpoint. You're, you're, there's a few things more important, which we're going to get into in a second. And we already have someone in the queue, but just hold on one second there. And what is promiscuity? Well, promiscuity is going to be kind of the opposite. And it is a frequent but indiscriminate sexual behavior. So it's kind of the opposite. You're going to do the exact opposite of what, you know, the the person who has sexual discipline does. They're going to basically try to get with as many people as they can, regardless of looks, regardless of, you know, any of those things. Some of the just basic attraction things. Sometimes it's just people do it just because it's a, you know, recreational type of an activity. So that's what that is. And we're going to then get into the question we're going to be asking if people come up. I'm just going to be asking them, do they think that sexually Disciplined men are attractive. So when you come up, that is going to be one of the questions that you're going to be asked. And we'll, in addition to that, we're going to ask you about, do you think it can improve the relationship and maybe ask for some examples? So we're going to see who's in the queue here. It looks like Georgia. And we also have, see what happens. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing great. So you see the topic here. We're talking about sexual discipline. Are sexually disciplined men attractive? And what's your thoughts on that? Um, You you know, I like to preface everything by saying I'm old. Um, So I'm going to (laughs) preface what I'm saying, what I'm about to say, uh, by saying being a mature woman, um, I think sexual Disciplined men are very attractive, Uh, very attractive from the vantage point that um, I I think that one has to um, have a a sense of discipline 
when it comes to sexual activity, because if one does not in this day and time, um, any and everything can happen. You mentioned the word promiscuity being the adverse of um, sexual discipline. And, and I just think that that's, that's a good um, um, opposite, if you will, as you look at sexual dis- discipline and, and promiscuity uh, and see one as being an intellectual uh, thought process and one being just um, something to do as an activity, if you will. So for... I would say yes, that that a, a sexually uh, disciplined man is very attractive to me. And again, uh, I say it because um, being a mature woman, uh, you know, we've learned that sexuality is not a plaything. We've learned that uh, sexual activity is a gift from God, and so therefore it should be um, respected and one should uh, respect one's uh, body um, and just not use it as uh, an activity just with anyone who comes along or the urge that comes along. All right. Now, now here's the thing. That's a good point there. What they were saying is, you know, pertaining to sexually disciplined men is that, and some women might take this the wrong way, but what they're saying is that they put a few things First, before someone, you know, before the, the woman actually in, in pertaining into getting into a relationship. So they have priorities and their priorities might be establishing a career, education, spirituality, those types of things they might place first. Then they go out and try and find them a woman that will, you know, match them or kind of be a, someone who they can they can be in a, you know, long term committed relationship with. Well, there are some women who might take offense to that just simply because they think, you know, obviously, you know, if, if I'm in a relationship with you, that I should come first. And I understand where they're coming from. But a sexually disciplined man is focusing on things that ultimately, I think, will make his partner better, expand upon uh, the relationship. But in that in that process of becoming sexually disciplined, you know, it, it might seem like a turnoff for women. And, and what do you think your thoughts are on that? Well, personally, uh, I don't, I, I, I can't understand why a woman would see it as a turnoff. Personally, I cannot. I, I agree. Uh, and, 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 and I'm going to, um, address this from this vantage point. I remember when my oldest son was um, 16 years old and um, and even at 16, I know that's young, but he had committed himself to remaining and being a virgin until he got married. And in high school, the girls saw him as a nerd. They called him all kind of... Um, negative sexual names and I remember his senior year he came well when he was 16 we had gotten him a car and suddenly all the girls wanted to talk to him and so he came home and he asked us you know why is it that now the girls 
see him and they didn't see him before. And we told him that they did, they did not see him. They saw his car. Correct. Correct. Um, and, and we, and we went on to say to him, I, as his mother and a female, I, as a female and his mother said to him, well, if they can't respect the fact that you respect them, they are not the ones for you anyway. Got it. You know, when it's, he became, you, you know, I just want to say when you were talking about that, you know, that a lot of times, especially when, when girls are in that younger stage, they focus a lot on the exterior things. So any material item, things that will make them look better or the guy look better. They put a lot of emphasis on that and they're not focusing on the interior, the interior portion of it. So that's where it could get, you know, we don't look at the inner qualities and characteristics of a person. Even in, in some situations where we're trying to even establish relationships or we claim to want to be in one. A lot of times we focus on those interior things. So what he was experiencing was he had a new shiny object and, you know, the girls wanted, you know, to, to get with him because he had that new shiny object. And I was about to 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 go to where you just taken us, and that is when he became older uh, um, after he had graduated from college and started dating. Uh, there were still some young ladies who did not want to date him because he had vowed. Uh, to remain a virgin until he got married in which he did. And this one young lady um, said to me in front of him when she was breaking up with him that he wasn't a bad boy. Oh, that's, that's, a, we did a, you know, we, we did a, a show on that uh, before about uh, toxic yeah. masculinity, but go ahead. Exactly. And, and, and she said that she only dated bad boys. And, and, and again, like I said, I told him then, well, she's not the woman for you. That's correct. You know, so, so in other words, what I was saying to him and what the lesson I wanted him to learn, that he did, he did not have to be valued by his shiny objects. And, 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 and Andrew, you know me. Um, so, but since I'm, uh, I, I'm on a medium, I'm going to be nice. Uh, because I always taught my sons that they're not judged by their male uh, anatomy. Anatomy. So I'll say it nicely. All right. Okay. And, and, and so in, 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 in bringing them up this way and him learning this and him taking a vow to remain a virgin until he got married, um, right to this day, he still thanks me for saying to him that there was nothing wrong with him. So, you know, I, I just think, and again, for me, uh, a sexually disciplined man should be attractive. And it's not that he's not putting his mate first or mm -hmm. the person, his life first, if he's focused on his spirituality. And I have to go there first because that's the first thing in my life. He's focusing on his career first. Uh, those kinds of positive things a woman should see 
respect and love in a man if that's what he's putting first before he jumps into a sexual relationship with her. But, you know, Andrew, in, in, in the society in which we live, um, sex has become such a, 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 um, a selling tool that, um, that, that, that everyone, you know, looks at everything from, you know, a sexual point of view. And, and so I, I just, I just think that if a woman sees a man, um, who is, uh, sexually disciplined as a negative, then to me, I'm, I'm, I can only speak for me, that says something about her to me. Sure. Sure. And I always wanted to say, you know, sometimes when, when women say they are attracted to that, you know, like the quote unquote bad boy image, I always want to say, well, fast forward 10 years later and see where are they now? Thanks, Georgia, for coming exactly. on. And because uh, there's another person in the queue waiting and I just want to give everyone an opportunity to speak on the topic. And the other area I did want to talk about is, in my opinion, I, I, I believe that sexual, sexually disciplined men ultimately get what they want. And I'm not saying that they are completely abstinent and they're abstaining from sex, period. I'm just saying that they tend to be more selective about who they want to be with. So it doesn't mean that you have to remain abstinent. It just means you're going to be, you're not just going to be with any one person, any, anybody that comes along. You're going to be picky somewhat and not in a bad way, but in a way that might be beneficial to you, to your goals, to what it is that you want. You're not going to give into those short-term impulses that can interfere with your long-term goals. Because if you pick the wrong girl, she can mess your future up big time. And so you got to be very careful about who you select, who you are selecting. So what your priorities are will be important. And I think when, when women see that you have your priorities in, in place and you, you're putting uh, some importance on those things, they will respect you more, especially if they're in a long-term relationship. So I'm going to have Dr. Robert come up and give his, he always has good information he likes to talk about. So we'll see what he has to say about this particular topic. And Dr. Robert, how are you doing, sir? Oh, great. You know, I really like what uh, Miss George was saying. You know, and uh, yes, being old school, you know, and I'm 65 years old. Mm-hmm. And my mother said to me, you can have a lot of girlfriends, but the right one will come along. And that was quite a few girls. And that was an... Uh, Another thing, at 16, uh, I was driving a tractor at the age of 10. But at 16, uh, I was driving my father's car to school. You know, and uh, yes, girls was, uh, everybody wanted me to take them home and everything else, you know. And uh, but uh, as soon as I started riding the bus, None of them girls even saw me. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a lot changes when you have a vehicle. You know, for a guy to have a car in high school is a pretty big deal. You know, growing up in New York, very few people that I grew up with were able to get a car and drive it to high school. I mean, it was just, there were people who did it, but it wasn't that many. It was few and far between. Now, I'm pretty sure nowadays, you know, just about all the kids you know, will have access to a car once they get their license and can drive it. But Robert, I want to ask right. you this question real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you think that uh, sexually disciplined men are attractive to men to, to women? So do you think that sexually disciplined men are attractive to women? Uh, yes. Because of me being married 30 years, it's so many women that smile and know, and uh, even quite a few of them out of surprise that I think one, but five, walk into a door looking at me. Wow. Yeah, that, that happens <laughs> once in a while from time to time. You still got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, I said, wow. You know, and uh, my wife, she said one time, uh, she said, uh, look at the uh, young uh, lady there. She's really looking at you, you know. I said, mm, yeah. And I, I looked up there. I said, hi, you know. And uh, she, my wife said, she looks good, don't she? No. Uh, the lady said, yes. No. <laughs> Before I did, I went, why she said yes, because I looked good to her, so she was answering Denise's question. No. But uh, little things like that, yes. When you got someone, you know, and really being uh, attracted to the person you with, other people, definitely other women, will be interested in you. And you know, it sure. was like when I was in school. Yeah, when I was in school, no, uh, no, I wasn't interested in having a bunch of girlfriends. You know, and uh, there was three girls actually because their family was so abusive to them. They're uh, each other. They was always talking down to each other. You know, and just when they talk to the kids, they just uh, say whatever. You know. Go to HR for you no. Know, go to uh, H to bed and all that stuff. You know, and uh, they said uh, I'd rather get pregnant and have a baby and move out. And all three of these girls asked me to get them pregnant so they can get out of their parents' house. I said no. I know. That's that's, that's that's sexual that's sexual discipline right there. Robert, I, yeah, I, I want right. to just ask you this question here real quick, too, just before <laughs> your, your time runs out. And I just wanted to ask, you know, can sexual discipline improve your relationship or marriage? And the reason why I'm going to ask you this question specifically is because the example that you just gave about the other woman looking at you, you know, and obviously you not really reacting to it or overreacting to it was a sign of sexual discipline. And, you know, respect for your for your wife. So do you think, you know, a man once he's in the relationship or marriage, the sexual discipline, uh, you know, can improve the marriage or the relationship when they see that you're, you know, sticking by your guns that you initially had when you first met them? Uh, Yes, because such a level of communicating about your do's and don't like and don't like. Uh, it's really a higher communication uh, towards that, you know, and uh, just being an uh, alternative lifestyle coach and talking to different people about the relationship that they have with themselves is very, like, intriguing as well as uh, impressive because of so many people don't know who they are and they don't like themselves, but they want other people to like them 
because they like that person and that other person don't like you. you know? So they, they just do want to do what it takes to become their friend, even though they're going to get mistreated. I got that. I got that. And so, yes. And the thing is, you know, another thing too is what I, I think it adds more to your marriage or if you're already in one because mm-hmm. the, the your partner sees that you are a man of your word. You're a man of integrity. And I think it will give your partner will respect you more. Your spouse will respect you more for, for doing that, you know, because it's a sign that you you're you mean what you say and your your level of authenticity is is high so yeah you have a high level of authenticity and people say that they want that but a lot of times they really don't you know but they they'll say that they want it but you know it's more just words you know they'll say yeah i'm looking for a man that has this and then when they get it they're like well that's not what i kind of signed up for but yes, I, I believe that 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 level of uh, self discipline in a marriage is is, in my opinion, is paramount. If again, you want a long term successful marriage, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just the idea of me talking to these two people about their relationship with their self, you know, and really just learning from these people on how they are coping with the sensuality, the sexuality, and communication about the man-woman relationship. You know, a lot of them is still pointing the finger at each other versus on communicating to each other. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a lot of that goes on, you know, and uh, really... Being uh, sexually uh, attractive is, and, and having that uh, discipline, you know, uh, feels good to me, you know, and seeing other people that don't have it, you know, and they go the B word, the H word, and, you know, and disrespect the own uh, significant other, you know, um, because uh, they try to prove a point. You know, and like uh, my uncle would say, come over to the house, and he would say, a penny for yourself, Jay. I would tell him, he would encourage me, give me the penny, and then ask me, did I understand what he just said? I would say, yes, sir. And he would say, okay, now tell me in your own words. And he did that with me from the age of eight to the age of 11. So when I if somebody asks me a question, I feel like I can give them a straight answer without a joke or a curse word in it to get my viewpoint across. You know, and that feels really good. You know, and truthfully, I was talking to one person and I just told him exactly how I felt. You know, and he turned around and said, uh, "I would have felt better if you had cursed me out versus on telling me the truth." Yes, that you know that's an interesting point because you know people, the truth when they say that that statement, you know the truth hurts. It really does because now people have to do some yeah. self reflection. And one thing I've noticed, especially in um you know modern times and today, 
Nobody wants to do self-reflection. Nobody really wants to take accountability. They just kind of want to do what it is that they do. And whatever happens, they're not responsible. And that's a form of passive aggressiveness as well. So, you know, when you're dealing with people like that, they can be, oh, you know, they, they, they do certain things, but don't want to take accountability for their actions. Dr. Robert, thank you for coming up and uh, adding your input on this topic. Thank you so much. All right. That was Dr. Robert there. He comes on and he's been on once before and he has some really good insight. Well, the other area I want to cover before we get ready to close out here is let's see. We were talking about do sexually, sexually disciplined men ultimately get what they want. And I did cover that, which we were talking about. They generally will get all the things they want. People who respect them more in long-term relationships. But to add to that, I'll say this men who have a mission statement, which is just simply a list of things that are important. Uh, then the relationship per se with a woman, their mission statements, which I covered earlier when I was saying spirituality, education, career, different things like that. Those are t- uh, signs that a man is, uh, you know, sexually disciplined. He has those, those spiritual connections there. The last area I want to talk about is sexual discipline, the foundation to self-confidence. And, you know, do you respect yourself? And do you know yourself? You know, are you optimistic about your future? Do you make decisions with the future in mind? Truth be told, every decision that we make, whether it's good or bad, is going to come back in one way, shape, or form to haunt us if it was bad, or reward us if it was good, five, ten years later. So, the reason why a sexually disciplined man is good is because they're making decisions for their future in the present. And those decisions will only help them get to where it is that they need to go. So, the advantage that they will have is that they're going to be a lot of them make decisions based upon a five to seven year. They're looking five to seven years in the future. So that is a big, big example of why that's important. Having that optimistic mindset specifically pertaining to your future by the decisions that you're making in your present. Other thing that's really good is sexually disciplined men do not need validation from others. They're going to do it regardless whether the other people are there or not. They don't, it doesn't matter to them what other people think. They could care less. They don't need that validation saying, oh, you're so good. Oh, you're so great. They don't care about that. And they're comfortable with the decisions that they make. They're comfortable with the decisions that they make. Sometimes you'll see a woman who's very, very pretty. And a sexually disciplined man will turn her down. Because he knows that she's not good for his long-term future. It doesn't mean that he might not think that she's attractive and may want to just, you know, have a, a, a sexual relationship with her. But even in those situations, sometimes he will still reject her just simply because he knows it will be more headache than what it's actually worth. So it's not uncommon to see men turn down pretty women and get with, you know, women who are not quite as quote-unquote pretty. There was a video that I just recently saw on the 
Oh no, I'm not sure which video platform it was, but the woman was saying, why are men marrying plain Jane type women, which we're going to do as a topic separately from here. And the word she kept using, she kept saying us pretty women can't seem to get a long-term commitment or marriage from men. And she says, why are they marrying the quote unquote plain Jane looking ones? Now, what she when she's saying this stuff, she's got the, you know, the eyelashes, the fake eyelashes, the big, you know, the big nails and the, over the top hair and she's saying that she's the pretty one but she's just adding all these enhancements to her what other person isn't doing that that doesn't make them unpretty it just means that they're more natural which is what men really like to be honest with you so it's a good idea you know if you're if you're really sincere about a long-term relationship or marriage to be as authentic as you can be especially if you're a woman trying to get married to somebody Well, we're going to wrap up, and I want to thank the two callers who called in on the show, Ms. Georgia Gary, Dr. Gary, and Dr. Robert also called in on the show and added some really good insight on this topic. And just to let you know, if you have not, if you have not visited the website, there's always a link in the show notes. You can click on there. You can leave a review. You can leave a voicemail review. You can also get on the email list. We've added a few more people on the list over the past week or two. And there's also an Instagram page, the 313 Men Money Marriage, all one word. If you go there and just put in the search bar, it will pop up and you'll see some pictures and some video clips of some previous episodes that we had recorded in the past. So with that being said, I want to thank everyone for coming on. And until we meet again, we are out.